news today from WWE. An injured superstar could be coming back. An exclusive story from SportsKita.com about a huge international event. And Ronda Rousey is making the internet very angry. Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out! What's up, everybody? It's Kev Kellum here with you. News about this big story right over there. Yeah, I'm pointing at it. Yes, an injured WWE superstar could be coming back. And we're learning more about WWE doing that long-anticipated international event in September. Where is it going to be outside of the United States? We'll tell you all about it in this video. First thing I need you to do. If you're watching on demand, wherever you are, just do the simple thing for us. Do it for uh, old Uncle Kev here. Hit the like button. Hit the like button and just let us know what you guys think of the video. Share the link, get in the comments below so we can get you on screen. All that good stuff. Make sure my light exposure isn't through the roof. Uh, if I lean in, is that a little bit better? Yeah. So uh, here, I'll turn off one of these. There we go. Ah, better. Somewhat better. Uh, and not that great. <laughs> there we go. That's way better. I want to hear from you guys. Let me know what you guys are thinking about all these big stories. We'll get into it. We have an injured name that has long been on the shelf for WWE since almost last summer that is expected to make a big possible return to WWE. And how are they going to do this? Well, this one is uh, coming from multiple sources, uh, including PWI Insider, that Tommaso Ciampa was backstage at WWE Raw in Albany, New York. Uh, he did not end up appearing on the show. Obviously, we would have been talking about that. Uh, he's 38 years old. He's coming off of a hip surgery. He's previously had surgeries on his neck and his shoulders. So he's been through a lot. He was one of the prime players for WWE's NXT Black and Gold brand, was brought up to the main roster, and was last paired with Miz, who was seconding Miz in his match against Logan Paul at last year's SummerSlam. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how this happens. Uh, you know, he hasn't worked a match uh, since uh, Miz took on, I believe, uh, he had a shot the United States Championship against Bobby Lashley back in August. But obviously going on the shelf, making sure he's getting fed right. Uh, and then there's already a lot of people saying uh, that this would be a way to reintroduce him to the WWE mainstream audience in a completely new way, not bring him back with The Miz. I interviewed him last summer. He loved his pairing with The Miz, so some people were very critical of it. He loved it. He, he said, it, I'm working with my brother's favorite wrestler. So I was like, oh, shouldn't your brother say that you're his favorite wrestler? But that's another story. Uh, so... It's interesting, though, because you have Johnny Gargano, who has a long, long documented history with Tommaso Ciampa. Maybe the best storyline that NXT's ever had as a brand, as a show, was the two of them intertwined together as a tag team and then as bitter rivals. They have a lot of history together. Uh, and Ciampa is somewhat, in the eyes of some fans, no, no one's going on the record, is somewhat being alluded to as Ciampa has been teased possibly as the he that Gargano said would be coming back soon. And this is, of course, Johnny Gargano talking to Candice LeRae, his real-life wife, uh, Dexter Lumis, and Indy Hartwell. They're the Way Collective. They've been having some backstage segments. Is this something that we could be seeing on WWE television? I want to know what you think of it. How would you bring back Tommaso Ciampa? How would you bring him back? I want to know what you guys think of this. Sound off in the comments below. Uh, Jessica Hoffman says, I hope he's 100%. I would love to see him and Gargano again. I think they'd be great as a tag team, especially with WWE's renewed interest in tag teams. DIY, that tag team, Gargano and Ciampa against Azana and Owens, against the Usos, against all these new teams that they're developing, I think would be fun. I would be down for that for sure. And it would lighten the load on him. He wouldn't have to be in the ring like going as full force as a single superstar. 
Uh, Thomas Franco has a good question. Does the new world heavyweight title have the same lineage as the OG world heavyweight championship and new or a new image? Um, as much as I'll, I know you're forcing me to break away from things here, Thomas Franco, as much as WWE has talked about the, the way the title looks and everything about it and the way it look and the way it, it feels and everything like that, it is a title. that doesn't apparently have any lineage as far as we know, uh, really, I know that really nerdy stuff is something we see on WWE.com and they'll bring it up, but the world heavyweight title, the WCW, when they brought back, uh, about maybe, you know, to mid-2000s, early 2000s. They bought that and put it on Triple H, right? Uh, that one was the WCW world title. It had a lineage that tied to that. This one doesn't do that because those titles were merged together like 10 years ago. So it, it's really, it feels like a secondary world title. Though I think Seth Rollins is going to try and make it mean something more than that. And he's going to do it by having big matches with it. That's the way it seems like it's going. Uh, Jonathan Goldman on the topic of a to potential Tommaso Ciampa return says put Ciampa in with schism. That's what John Golden says. Golden Johnny says that. What do you want to see happen with this big potential return? Uh, while I got you, subscribe to Sports Gear Wrestling on YouTube. Over 50,000 large on our channel. Uh, I have a whole bunch of different content up there. I just did some really, really cool stuff about managers. The betrayal of the greatest managers of all time. That is up right now as well. Uh, but yes, could we see this big return by Tommaso Ciampa? It's a hell of a guy to come back, a guy who has a lot of dynamic ability, who can work a lot of great matches. Uh, we're also going to do that big exclusive story from uh, from sportskeeda.com in this video about that September event that will be happening outside of the United States. We already saw some of WWE's biggest shows this year, Clash at the Castle recently, the big shows in Saudi Arabia, upcoming Money in the Bank. AEW running Wembley doing big international shows outside of the United States is quite the thing right now in pro wrestling. And we're going to tell you where the next one's going to be for WWE in this video. But first, Ronda Rousey, Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler capturing the WWE women's championships on this week's Monday Night Raw. And uh, Ronda never won to hold back what she thinks. And she doesn't mind upsetting the internet that thinks that she isn't a real wrestler and other people deserve it more. And she's a part-time player and all these different things, right? Well, Ronda came in from the fighting world and the movie world, and she's certainly been giving a featured status in WWE. And recently, it was clear that she was going to go the tag team route with her old fighting buddy from the UFC, Shayna Baszler. Uh, now, during a post-show interview with New York Post, after winning those championships, Rousey challenged WWE as a whole to step up when it comes to the women's division. Quote, the lack of competition is really the problem. I mean, we want to be the most active champions out there. I want to be able to defend this title every week and even twice a week on both SmackDown and Raw. But with how dismally shallow the women's division is right now, there's not enough women around here to keep us busy for a month. Ouch. Seems pretty, pretty harsh uh, scaling of what you think of your opponents here coming up here. She goes on, and so that's the biggest challenge that we have is to get the company to actually care and invest in this tag division, referencing the Women's Tag Team Championships, which were, they tried them in the 80s, they got rid of them, they've had the Women's Championships, you know, uh, on and off. You had the Women's Championships last year be on hiatus after Sasha Banks and Naomi walked out in the company. You recently had to take those titles off of people due to injury, you know, it's it just, there's been a lot of problems, you know, there's been a lot of problems and you had the mass layoffs. So you have depth issues in terms of the women as well. And now you have uh Liv Morgan got injured, soft shoulder injury, might be out the whole summer. Her tag team with Raquel falls through. 
Um, you also had Dakota Kai get injured in that same match. So I think you're going to see some NXT call-ups uh, from the women. And there's going to be more of them to be fed to Ronda Rousey and Shayna for quite some time. Ronda holding that title with Shayna makes a whole lot of sense. Doesn't bother me. Makes a lot of sense. If you're mad about what she said, is she wrong? I don't think she's wrong. Um, uh, other people signing off in the comments here uh, say, go Ronda, go. The women's tag division is still dry. Uh, I, I don't disagree with her take on it. Ronda's one to aggravate the internet. She doesn't mind doing that. And she knows how to do it. Uh, and I think this is another case where the, the stands of certain wrestling uh, characters will, will take that route here. Uh, but yeah, th- this is another big story. We have this exclusively at sportskeeda.com right now, broken by our very own Raju Desputa. Hopefully I'm saying that correctly, Raju. You can, you can in- message me later if I'm not. Uh, we have known about this for quite some time. Obviously, Sportskeeda has deep roots in India, uh, one of the hottest countries for pro wrestling right now and we reported some time ago that wwe was looking at running a major event in Hyderabad, and it it appears that that's indeed going to happen now wwe understands how big and how feverishly hungry the market of india is for pro wrestling as a whole 55 million people watched wrestlemania 38 in india alone 55 million Think about that. That's just India. That doesn't include any other part of the world, including the United States. That's an incredibly large audience. And so the fact that WWE is that engaged, it's the second most popular sports-oriented thing to follow in the country next to cricket. Bigger than the NFL in India. So there's a demand there for WWE to run, if not one event, but multiple events if they really want to. Uh, The ideal date for this event is likely September 9th. That's what we're being told here from different sources. We have close to the situation. And this would be a big deal. I think they would run this in the highest level capacity event they could and try and make it feel like a very big deal. That would be a Saturday. So you'd likely be seeing the Raw crew work that show. And how would that affect the Raw coming up the next day? That's international travel. It's a long trip there and back. Uh, Would that affect your ability to feature talent from Raw? Uh, And there was talk of them doing the show with a lot of the Indian-based talent they have. Indusheer, Shanky is also still on the roster. You obviously have Jinder Mahal, former WWE champion. You'd want to feature that talent that represents that region in that show with with a lot of big names you have from the talent you can bring over there. Is this going to be as full-fledged a show with all hands on deck as you were getting with Saudi Arabia, it appears, like the big, big Saudi Arabia commitment? I don't know if it's that, uh, but it's another sign of WWE being smart. There is a demand for these events overseas with audiences. I'm not going to say that the American audience is jaded, but an audience that really is going to be feverishly responding to everything. We saw it in Puerto Rico, which has a long, long documented history of loving pro wrestling and producing a lot of great pro wrestlers. We saw that at Backlash. We saw it at Clash of Champions. We're going to see it in London for Money in the Bank. We're going to see it in Wembley for AEW. So I say more of this, absolutely more of this. Uh, I think this is great. This is great for WWE. This is great for pro wrestling in general. And I hope AEW follows suit. Impact Wrestling, one of the biggest things they were able to do was get television in India and be able to grow their brand there. And Rinka King, though it was a short-run thing, and it was produced mainly by Impact, and Jeff Jarrett and other Impact Wrestling names were involved with that what, more than 10 years ago. 
that was a successful thing. Just issues held it up. Obviously, pandemic would shut something like that down too. Uh, but now the world is opening up, and I think WWE and other major wrestling companies embracing the idea of getting out of their you know main regions is smart. It's really, really smart. There's a lot of indications, there's a lot of metrics that point in this direction of doing something like this. And I'm just happy for the fans in India. We have so many different fans. I think it'll be a big thing here. Uh, Steve Sir saying, will it be a premium live event show? We're not exactly clear on that. Uh, we're not exactly clear on that. There's some possibility that it could be tied to um, the Republic Day, a big holiday in India, uh, and it could tie into some different things there. And obviously, it'd be a huge branding effort for WWE in India, but they're already huge there as it is. This is just simply meeting the the demand that's there for them to do a big event like this. I would hope it would be a premium live event, uh, but obviously you have huge time differences. We see this already um, with the way events are run in India for WWE. You're talking to, you know, from the central standard time, you know, sometimes anywhere nine, 10, 11 hours. So when are you going to run that show so that it can actually run in the United States. So are you talking about a tape delayed show? Is that going to be the same thing? Are you going to have the live audience then? How do you do that? I think that the logistics of being able to broadcast this live or at least on some limited tape delay is going to be really challenging. And how do you keep the word from it getting out and it being spoiled and it feeling like a secondary premium live event, a, a not so premium live event? You don't want that on this. I think this needs to feel like an awesome thing. Uh, this is a completely agree. Yeah. David saying uh, it's awesome to see WWE in other countries. I agree. It's, it's an appealing thing. It, you know, I mean, all the politics aside, when WWE goes to Saudi Arabia, there's something interesting about it. It, it. it has a different appeal. We saw when WWE Puerto Rico, part of the United States, but obviously outside of the region they're used to running. It's a very specific type of um, vibrant culture there. And we got to see them embrace, you know, and bad bunny and obviously huge reactions, I'm, I'm all for this. I think this is a really great thing here. Uh, and people saying this is absolutely true. Uh, jet lag would be a serious uh, setback. Yeah, it would be. <laughs> it would absolutely be. I have uh, some friends that recently went to Japan, and they told me it took them like two or three days to get used to just getting their sleep and their mind and their body right. You know, And you're going to have uh, professional wrestlers affected by that. And your crew. And, you know, And everybody else makes that trip as well. They got to be on point. Um, other people here. Other people just telling me, <laughs> just different fantasy bookings they want for this. What big international territory do you think WWE needs to go to next? Obviously, Montreal, Quebec was huge for WWE in February with Elimination Chamber. I think they do need to do more stuff in, in Canada. We see AEW going in that direction. I think Mexico. I think WWE doing something huge in Mexico uh, has been talked about but could be capitalized on. I think more in Europe. The NXT Europe expansion. We're supposed to get that at some point in the, the tail end of 2023 into 2024, hopefully. Uh, and that's supposed to be something special. And that's supposed to be a touring brand, not something that's just exclusive to the UK. Uh, and that really suffered mainly because of the pandemic. So they had to reboot it and do some different things with it. So WWE truly being a global company is what we're getting right now. If you're watching on demand or listening on demand, want to hear from you. Make sure you follow us on all the different apps and let us know what you think. You watch this whole video. Look at you, you patient internet consumer, viewer, content devourer. All right, well, I'm, I'm very thankful for that. Why don't you devour our stuff on other apps? We're over there in the Twitter, Twitter. We're on the Instagram. We got a whole bunch of reels up there. Shout out Emily May, crushing it in New Japan Pro Wrestling recently. And you can follow us as well on Twitter. We have a whole bunch of new content. If you like listening to us, get us on your podcast ears. 
available on Spotify, available in all your different podcast apps. Apple Podcasts, just search Sports Keto Wrestling. Just dropped the episode from last night with Vince Russo covering this week's Monday Night Raw and the fallout of that show and so much more. Uh, make sure you check out the full story, watch the whole video, and remember, when watching wrestling, please do the most important thing. Type it in the chat if you can. Enjoy wrestling. Watch out, watch out, watch out.